You are now listening to the NYYST Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 216 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. Yo! And we can't find him. It was Running his behind. birthday Friday. Running behind. So happy belated birthday to SGR. He's uh, probably still drunk from his birthday bash. You know what I was thinking? For his 30th, we should have a fucking banger, right? We should throw a banger. But with listeners of the podcast. Well, how old is he now? He's 29. 29. Okay, so is COVID over next year? Yeah, come on. COVID's done. Who cares? Everyone will be good by then. Everyone will either be vaccinated or have had it by then. Right? We can have a banger. We'll get a party bus. Right? Wives or no wives? Wives. Wives to start the night, no wives to end the night. We'll lose them. Or they'll Wait, lose. I don't think I'm allowed to. I don't think I'm allowed to comment. All right, on fine. Anymore, I'm definitely. You're definitely not. You are. You are on thin ice. They'll lose us by the end of the night. Um, and then we'll just get Ryan really banged up, and it'll be listeners of the show. I think that's good. Are we going to prevent war, uh, Ryan from getting a serious girlfriend in the next year? Yes. So this could be like debaucherous. Yes. I like this. This is a good idea. It's a shame that he's not here though. Because we do have a special, a special guest. How come every time he's running it's late? It's fucking unreal. He, it's like he knows he he gets the show rundown sheet every week. It's unreal, and sheet. it's like he just has no response. He doesn't care about responsibility at this point. But anyway, you think it's, but you think it's to him? It's just like uh, I can run late today because they have so and so. Yeah, I don't think he, I I don't think he cares about. I don't think he understands the importance of responsibility. And so when he sees it, he's just like, this is my out, is really what it comes down to. So we're going to throw a guy that has no care for responsibility a big birthday party next year? Because maybe this will turn the tide. Maybe uh, this will set him in the right direction. All right. All right. You're maybe one last bash. Better than I do. One last bash. But anyway, we have a special guest. We don't do much talking with the special guest anyway. He kind of doesn't like when we interrupt. He kind of takes the floor. So uh, without further ado, let's get a... Let's get Mike in here. Oh, he's... How are you, Mike? Oh, hey, guys. How you doing? How you doing, you guys? I know you like right. to. I, I know you like to run the show here. You don't. You don't like us talking too much. Yeah, so. What is that? 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 Okay. What is that? Okay. All right. I'm back here for another special preview. Okay. No late night talk show. Mike's on late. Okay. Uh, special preview. New segment. We'll be calling. Uh, we'll be calling it. Uh, uh Lola bye bye. Okay. It'll be how we uh we wrap up. Every program, the little lullaby here, so it'll be a little bit by my piano here. Okay, 
I had on a new gray World Series t-shirt, okay, and a new tan World Series cap, okay, and both were soaked as I tried wriggling through the tangle of sweaty bodies in our champagne uh, soaked clubhouse there after the Yankees won another championship there. Okay. Alright, it was our second in two years, second title two years there, until uh, 1999 there. I didn't want that moment to end. I would have been content in Nirvana there, sleeping, sleeping. And I'll go about that. Right okay, wait a second there. Alright, wait a second there. Alright. Mike fell asleep. Oh, wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Puppy dog, okay. We're going to puppy, okay. We're going to puppy. Oh, got a puppy dog. All right, there. That was a little puppy dog. Like Tom Hanks with Turner and Hooch. Yeah. Yeah, Bob's better. All right, baby. All right, baby. All right, Mike, oh, Mike we're not, Francesa. We're not, we're not paying for this, are we? No, 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 we better not be. I think he's paying, I think he's supposed to pay us. He's that bored in retirement. Mike's on late for the Mike's on right. late. Oh, you remember, I don't know if you remember back this far. I used to have a show on NBC at like 1130 after the news on Sunday night. Yeah, and yeah. He, you, but he wasn't on, he wasn't on long with that. No, it was, I don't know. I don't remember how long. You think he uh, he wants to get back in that time slot? But that wait, is? wait. Let's talk about this for a second. He used to come on after uh, the football game, like after the Sunday night game. They would do the news, and then he'd come on after the news. That's when he started with the mics on or the mic'd up. It was called mic'd up, if you remember. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It was called mic'd up, and that's when he started with the branding of mics on, mic'd up. And yeah, he'd be on late night. Maybe that's what he's. Maybe that's the time slot he's looking to get back in. Yeah, I don't know, but will he have to record it at like three o'clock in the afternoon, like Letterman? Because I don't think he can. I don't know, man. Look <laughs> no, like I, think he goes I, think, I think he goes live. <coughs> anyway, oh, we we still don't know where Stack Guy Rye is. We still don't know where uh, Stack Guy Rye is. We got a couple segments to get to, right? And then uh, we do oops. have a, we do have something special lined up. 
Maybe we, maybe uh, maybe Mike needs one of these here. Maybe Mike needs a Red Bull instead of a instead of a Diet Coke. Maybe he needs to woke up. Maybe he needs to woke up a little. Woke diet woke anyway. woke a cola. So anyway, we're recording Sunday afternoon. It's about three thirty. The Yankees are in the process of completing their first spring training game of the year. Um. I don't know what you really want to take out of it. The uh, only thing that how about I, nothing? You know, when I watch spring training baseball, especially when it comes to the pitchers, all I'm, all you're really looking for is the guys to get their work in. Yeah. You know, unless they're guys that are fringe on the roster, uh, then you really want to see good performance out of them, you know, to, you know, positional battles, whatnot. You know, like if Aaron Judge goes 0 for 17 in spring, are you worried about him? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean... You know, Here, if Garrett Cole has a nine year reign spring. Are you worried about him? Yeah, no. Here's here's what here's what today's game meant to me, right? This morning, I took Jack outside. We friggin' had a little catch, hit off the tee, and then he was pumped up to sit in the couch and we watched some of the game. Like that's all that mattered to me. What actually happened in the game meant absolutely nothing. Especially because Michael King was pitching. Like maybe if Garrett Cole had had the ball, I'd be a little well, more interested. The game's on. Yes, when you well, we're going to drop obviously today, Monday. As you listen to this, the game's on. Yes, at one o'clock. Cole and Tyone are pitching in Monday's game. What time? So one o'clock. One o'clock. Yeah. Hmm. COVID comes out at night. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah, so they'll just do it during the day. Makes a lot of sense. I also heard, if I heard Kay correctly, uh, outside of his smug, douchey comment re- towards uh, Glaber Torres earlier, um, that they're only playing three teams in spring this year because they're trying to cut down on travel. Really? Yeah, I think it's the Tigers, the Phillies, and the Blue Jays are the only three teams the Yankees are playing this year. All right, look, I look, I don't really give a shit about that. Like, again, it's just spring training, but, like, Maybe they should get used to traveling a little. Like, maybe they should see how it goes, considering that, like, once the season starts, there's no, like, holding back when it comes to that. I don't know. I'm just the type of person that's, like... They're going to be doing West Coast trips. Right. Like, I don't don't like to limit things like that when I know I'm going to have to do it. And, you know, I I forget what I was... Who I was listening to. I was listening to some doctor, and he was talking about bones and, like... Dr. Gofouch? No, it wasn't Dr. Gofouch. Dr. Fouch. Dr. Gofouch wants you to wear four masks if you're going to go to a game oh, this year. Oh, it's up to four now. It's up it's to up four. To four um, okay. So I was listening to a doctor. He was talking about, you know, being fragile, like bones, right? Like, you knock, you knock into your bones. <laughs> Please put four separate Yankee masks on. Thank you. But it says four on, on the oh, mask. Does <laughs> it does count. He's got four to five masks on. Okay. Can I get COVID through the computer? You absolutely can, dude. They don't know. Oh, I gotta wear my mask. They don't know. They don't guard. know for sure. Um, he was talking about like bones, right? Like if you fucking if you if you protect your bones too much, they'll never get strong enough to to like be resilient or to or to not break with a little flick, right? Okay, like that's actually you need, that's actually true. It is true. I I understand. The doctor is talking about this, but what I'm saying is. Doesn't that go back to my point of like why these guys are so fucking injured all the time? Of like we're trying to protect these guys like oh he played on the turf for too many days so let's give him a day off. Doesn't that go against actual science? 
Like, doesn't the science... There's also a thing called... Yeah, but don't you... Yeah, but these are young guys we're talking about. Yeah, but when you have muscle fatigue, you're at a greater risk for injury. Okay, that's a different... That's a different story. Are these guys saying that they are fatigued? Or well, is there is there a scope of uh, is there some type of test where they're going? This guy is fatigued. He needs a day. Or is it like oh, too many turf days? That equals, you know, just like Doctor Gofouch telling you to wear three masks now. Is it just like, hey, this sounds good. Let's do it. I don't know. Wouldn't standing on a turf be different than standing on grass? I listen. I I know turf is wearing, but I just think it's like instead of it just being, this is definitely what's going to happen after you play on turf. Why don't we actually evaluate how the, how the players are feeling a little bit? Uh, maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. This is a big year for the Yankees in their health, uh, in their evolution of their health, because this is the first full year with Eric Cressy, and this guy's yeah. highly respected. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you heard that Stanton and Judge have taken different workout routines, which could be uh, very so, beneficial. You hope, well, you know, that was a big story that Judge and Stanton were doing yoga in uh, in their off season workouts, and Judge is like, "I've always been doing yoga." Yeah, That's okay, Judge. Yeah, That's what they all say. But uh, he, what he said, it's more about the training and not doing maybe so much weights and doing a lot of medicine ball work and whatever else he's had to say. So I don't know. Even Gary Sanchez, you know, the fat, lazy bastard that he is, he came in looking looking in good shape. Glaber looks like he's in good shape. These guys look like they're in good shape. Will that translate into them playing full seasons? We'll see. I mean, I want to be positive. I have a – I don't know what it is, man. I don't know maybe because I feel like this this team is at the end of their rope, really. This championship window is kind of closing, and I'm tired of – kind of arguing that point with people on social media mm-hmm. where they're, oh, the Yankees, the Yankees championship window never closes. Mm-hmm. It does, though, because, no, I mean, like, do you guys, honestly, like, I don't want to be confrontational today. I'm in a good mood. Baseball's back. I feel good about this team, even regardless of the question marks. Maybe it's, like I said, maybe it's just, like, some a false sense of security or false hope because maybe this is, like, kind of towards the end of the of this run here if they don't get it done but it's almost like people forget stuff that happened in the past like do would you say between 2013 and 2016 the Yankees had a a championship window that was open listen I mean, once Derek Jeter's ankle shattered in the 2012 ALCS, just there knew. was no there was no window that nah, was open you, again until you, two until until they kind of cracked it open in 2017. So yeah, even the Yankees can go through periods of time where championship windows close. No, but listen, that window that cracked open in 2017 that was like your little bastard son coming over and cracking the window in the middle of the winter, and you tell him to keep him shut. Right? He cracks it open when he's not fucking supposed to. That's what the Yankees did in 2017. That window wasn't supposed to be open. That window wasn't even supposed to... It's freezing outside. Are you mad the Yankees just lost? No. No, I couldn't care less. Am I right, though? That window's not supposed to be open. You have the fucking heat on in the house. You're spending money on heat. And they're fucking... They have the balls to crack the window? That, that window wasn't even supposed to be open in 2017. Now the window's supposed to be fucking flying... Wide open. Now that window's open. And it's like we've been living in the twilight zone. 
Do you want to live in the twilight zone where every year it's like we're good enough to make the playoffs, but we have no, we're nowhere near a, a championship caliber team? Why you don't think this team is near being a championship? No, no, team? I think this team's ready to go. I do. I mean, there's some question marks, sure, but we talked about that already. I, I right, really so do. Like I was saying, like I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe I'm just being overly optimistic because in my mind, if they don't win this year, it's it's over for this group. Because we've said it, I've said it. If they don't win this year, I want to see some changes. Now. I don't think it's over, but I mean, with each year if, now, you got to say with each year they don't win a World Series, that window starts cu- coming down a little. All right. So the Yankees don't win this year, and Kluber makes 13 starts. Tyon has a 90 array. You want Brian Cashman to put it together another pitching staff? No, no, no. Listen, right. It, but but that's not to say that they don't have the potential. To be better in they the next do year. Have the, I'm saying, but what did Brian Cashman go out and do <laughs> this year? I think he did enough. I do. But does he but does he deserve another chance to bring another James Paxton in here? Another guy. I'm just saying, I don't want to be negative. It's not him though. It's not to. we talked about this. It's how. You think Cashman wouldn't have gotten uh wouldn't have gotten fucking what's his face? Trevor Bauer? I don't know. I don't know. See uh, Trevor Bauer is such a polarizing figure. I don't know if he I'm had just saying, no, I'm just making it no a point. financial constraints. I'm just making it a point that are, are any any pitcher right. at the caliber of Trevor Bauer, you don't think you would have gotten him if he had no if he if he wasn't right, tied you, down. All right, maybe you Darvish is a good comparison point. Not really, not for he, what he but, got. For what he gets paid, and Darvish has been a guy that Cashman's liked in the past. You got to think maybe he might have been more in on that had he had no financial constraints. And would you feel better about the team if it was Kluber and Darvish as opposed to Kluber and Tyon or Tyon and Darvish? You know, what if Darvish was one of the guys they got? Would you feel better about the team? Not really. I, I really feel sh- I'm very confident in the way Cashman put together this team. There's something about this team, and and we said this when – when Gardy, uh, when they signed Gardy, it just felt like it came full circle to me. It, it really did. There was something about it, and it was just like, yeah, man, like, this team I, feels I, complete I, right now for some weird reason. I know there's still a lot of question marks, but for some weird reason, it feels complete. This feels like a team that is going to just make magic happen. I mean, this feels like a team that we're going to be fucking celebrating, you know, barring barring this pandemic. We're going to be celebrating in a World Series parade in, come and November. I, and, I, and I'm trying to remain positive, and I think that it will be the case. You know, it's like uh, we always go back to the famous quote in the Super Bowl when the Giants beat the Patriots first time. Australian said, believe it, and it will happen. So we're trying to believe this into existence as Yankee fans. I want I want that to be the mantra this year. Believe it and it will happen. Let's believe this into existence. But in the off chance that it doesn't happen, right? I think we have to be fair about it and say that Brian Cashman doesn't get another bite at the apple. That after four years, maybe we need a new manager. In yeah, here. maybe. Listen, let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask you now that it's over. Now that 2020 season is over. Because we talked about this, and I think I made a good point. And now that I'm thinking back to it, I think my point was pretty valid. The Yankees haven't won a World Series in, what, 11 years? Right? Yes. 
let's just say that they're going to win a World Series this year. You get a full season, full World Series. It feels fucking amazing, right? Or you have your drought. Uh, I guess I don't know what word I need to use here. The drought ends last year instead, but then they don't win another World Series. You know, they're only going to win one World Series over the next five, six years, and it could either have been last year for the drought to end or this year. Which one would you want? Looking back, wouldn't you say that if your drought was going to end, you'd want it to be in the full season? Yeah, but fine. But you're going to make the point that last year doesn't count, which it does. It's not that I'm saying it doesn't count, but when you've been waiting for this long, don't you want it to be a full fucking season, like where you go through the no, ups and I mean, downs? After everything we went through last year and not even knowing if we were going to get baseball, I would have taken it last year. I think maybe in instead of now, this year, think, instead of this year, huh? instead of I this guess year, maybe this if we're going to give it to like that, maybe you would want this year because then at least you'd figure that they're going to be able to do it at Yankee Stadium in front of fans. And you that get a full season. Like, I mean, the full season is part of it. Not yeah, for sure, them, not for I, them, but for you as a fan. The full season, the ups and downs of a full season and then winning that championship, there's something about that, that you go through 162 games as a fan. And Great, you, but I wasn't going to toss last year back had they won. No, but if you could choose, wouldn't you choose the full year? There's it's something like to say when, about that. Uh, it's like you, you like blueberry pie and apple pie. It's like, well, if I give you apple pie, would you choose blueberry pie? And it's like, no, it's like they're bo- I bought like both of them. So what's the difference? You ever see American pie? I have seen that. <laughs> you know who loves American pie? I mean, apple pie, homemade apple pie from Holly Hill. Oh, really? Brett Gardner. Wait, so we have two guests this we week. We do have two guests. It's a fucking it's wild no, week. And still no stack guy. And ride. still no stack guy. I'm trying to text him right now. But we do have a special guardian report for everyone. We didn't say this earlier on in the show. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or subscribe to the show. Give us a few thumbs up on YouTube. We do have a guardian report this week. Um, you have anything else you want to just get guardian here, no, I mean, like, if we have a, I mean, maybe by the time this is all done, Ryan will decide to show up. Maybe. And, and then we have show. a couple of real segments. Let's get Guardy in here. Hopefully he's ready to go. I know he's been waiting. Hey, Guardy, it's uh, Chris and Christian. Can you hear us? Hey, guys. You hear me? Yeah, we can hear, hear you. you. What's going on, man? You there? All right. I hear you. What's going on, guys? What's up, bro? How Welcome we doing, back. guys? What's up? Yeah, good to be back. Good to be great to be back. I'll say that. So you got the contract you were waiting for. Was it a, uh, there's a lot of rumor. I wouldn't say rumors, but there's like a lot of talk going around that there was some bad blood between you and, and having to wait so long for the Yankees. Is that true? Well, Do you feel like there's any any stigma around the? Uh, no, guys. I mean, look, I, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't frustrating. Right. I mean, I was definitely frustrated, but, uh, you know, uh, no frustrated guys. I was just, you know, no, definitely not there. Definitely not there, Christian, but, uh, you know, guys, I mean, I, I'm glad to be back. And, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a long process, uh, kind of time moments got a bit hard, but, uh, you know, it's good to be back. Good to be back up. So you're saying guys in Holly Hill don't get frustrated like that. Oh no, guys in Hollywood take uh, do do just fine down there in that department. I'll tell you what. I'll tell Marty, you. Uh, uh, sorry, Christian. I got to just say this before we say anything yeah. else. That sure, sure. that friggin' rendition of oh, my God. way that you put together. 
I know you sent it to Cashman. It could have been what it could have been what got you signed. We don't know. We'll just leave it at that. But if anyone, well, yeah, there's a there's a there is a story behind that, guys. I actually I recorded that song on the Brett Jet, right? I was uh you know having a somber uh, evening there with my agent Joe Bick. Right, it's my agent there, and you know he secretly recorded. Dick Bick the is re- your agent. Yeah, no, Joe Bick, Joe Bick's my agent there. Okay, and uh, you know he he secretly he recorded it. Apparently, is he sent it there to 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 the GM Brian Cashman there, and uh, you know <laughs> the rest is history, guys. I don't know what to say. Guardy, did you record that as a shot to Derek Jeter because that was that was Derek's <laughs> retirement song, and we know. That- we had heard that there was bad blood between you yeah. and Jeter because he told you to basically go right. fuck off when you were looking for a contract in Miami. Right. Well, I mean that, that's for that's for the viewer to decide. You know, <laughs> I I do take creative liberties there. You know, I do I do have, you know, some juices flowing there. But you know, be as it what it may be, and uh, you know, we're, we're we're just gonna leave it at that, God. Cardi, last question for me at least on a yep. scale from one to hard. How happy are you to be back in pinstripes? Oh, I am extremely hard. <laughs> uh, that Gardy, came out wrong. Gardy, speaking of hard, um, is there any hard feelings with Clint, uh, towards Clint Frazier as it was reported on his Instagram, then he had to delete it, that he said, fuck off, old man, when uh, the news broke that you had resigned? Well, I mean, listen listen here, guys, and, and this this is something that, you know, Cliff Frazier has only played career lifetime 69 games, right? That was the most he's played in his career in one single season. That is correct. Uh, which is nice, right? For Guardy, right? <laughs> it's going to be a Guardy party out there, guys. And guess what? You're only invited if your name is, first name is Brett or if it's Aaron, all right? All right, Guardy. And occasionally, John Carlo. Occasionally. <laughs> Every once in a while, he could sneak in there. All right, but you know, I, I played guys. You know, I only played 16 games in one season when I broke my elbow and that back there. Down, I almost broke my elbow down there in 2012. I played, you know, shortened season there. Uh, uh, my rookie year, I played 108 games. But other than that, guys, I've played 140 plus games in every full season of my career, guys. 140 but the fans plus. Don't want you on the field for 140 this year, guard? Do you have a me- do you have a message for them oh. before you go? It's just you know uh, we're we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna see about that all right and <laughs> and I'll tell you what you know I yeah I, I know I'm a fourth outfielder but you know we've dealt with injury a lot over the last few years guys and you know that's when that's when the guardy party starts because you play hard and nobody else does because I play hard and nobody else plays quite as hard as Brett Gardner guys can we can we quote you on that, that you quote me on that. You can call me on that. All and right. can, can we just say one thing, guys? Can you imagine if I was six foot seven, 275 <laughs> pounds like Aaron Judge, just how hard and how far I'd hit the baseball? Just picture it. I couldn't imagine. There. Just That's imagine. I'd hit 80 dingers. I'd hit 80 dingers if that. I was six seven. That's Joyce yeah. well, said that now. Well, guess what then, Christian? You could quote me twice on that. All right, Guardy. All right, Guardy. We appreciate can, it, man. All right, can guys. We expect, can we expect back. more Guardy reports during the season? Oh, we're gonna make it a regular, I think, guys. I think we're we're starting to step up here. But a birthday shout out there to SGR Stat Guy Ra. He's getting it done. He's called making the phone calls. He's doing what he's got to do this year, guys. And we're gonna have a nice birthday guardy party celebration out there, or not? And uh, y'all invited. 
All right, Guardy, thank you. All right, Except Guardy. for Clint. All right. All right, All right. All right Brett Gardner. Well, what else is he doing? I mean, he didn't play in today's game, so he can come join us for a No, few apparently he's uh apparently he's uh, not ready, which is something to talk about because there's someone else who's <laughs> I mean, I could see that Guardy's not ready, right? But who else wasn't ready today? Well, you know, uh, I got to just take a deep breath here because, again, we want to remain positive, right? Okay. Positive. You know, and Aaron Boone was asked, and he said, all the regulars are going to play through the first part of spring here. They're all going to see good time throughout the course of uh, the first few games here. And and obviously, Urshel is not going to play because he's still coming back from the elbow surgery. But then he, he singled out two guys, Guardy and Stan. Uh, guard you expect he just uh came back to the team last week you know he might need a few extra days to get himself in game shape and then you're just like why is stan coming along slower than everybody else yeah uh he's okay though right why is just coming along slower from what he played eight games last year <laughs> didn't he only play eight the year before in a full season When's the last time Giancarlo Stanton played more than 30 games? And when he got here in 2018. (laughs) So what is he coming back from? Was it his overperformance in the postseason last year, maybe? Did he overperform and and exert too much? Hey, stack guy, Rye. Hey. What's up, man? And SGR. What up? What's up, What's man? Up, Sorry about the delay. 40 minutes into the show. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, sometimes the internet doesn't want you to. I know it's your, it was your birthday mm, Friday, but it's now Sunday. Happy you know? birthday, man. 29. Thanks, we, we were talking about uh, having a, we'll talk more in private about it, but having a huge like 30th banger for you, but with all our listeners. You have to, Ooh, you have to. F- really fun. Yeah. You That's gotta, a great uh, idea, actually. I'd love that. We're going to fly Patrick in from Ireland. Oh, hello, I'm fellas. Down. I'm here, fellas. I'm here to teach you how to drink, fellas. You know, I was thinking about this the other day because a lot of the times, especially we'll get to our Twitter question a week in a few minutes, and a lot of the times I'll pick a lot of the same people that I know are good listeners and uh, engage with us the most. I was kind of, and I don't want to say it's like a reward, but I feel like you kind of owe them something for being uh good fans and good and you know good listeners or whatever yeah and i'm saying to myself why am i gonna play fit you know you really shouldn't play favors blah blah blah. and i'm sitting there listening to boomer and geo and they talk about the same two or three callers every friggin' day yes they bring up the same two or three callers so i'm like if this is the number one rated morning talk show in new york and they talk about their 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 same two or three biggest fans why can't i yeah i'm gonna shout out patrick and i'm gonna shout out don sicario and my and my boy stadium status who gave me an exclusive exclusive from gloria last night come on now (laughs) gloria was pissed she goes i fucking hate when this shit starts something that wasn't verbatim but it's what she was thinking it's what she was thinking and i loved it i loved every second of it i respect her for for margarita's deep i fucking respect that woman i do she just fucking tells it like I it is because you know i don't respect any women no yeah that's true you're a fucking you're a bully i'm you a bully a big I'm bully i'm a big mean bully <laughs> who is it who is it <laughs> 
you have an unhealthy fascination with Rocky, you big right. fucking bully. <laughs> big fucking <I'm> bully. <laughs> hey, you know we like hey, it. My my Twitter is filled with pictures of women, but meanwhile I'm a, I'm a bully. You fucking jerk oh, off. Oh boy. I'm gonna put a bow on that at the end of the show because that was another oh, no, it's nothing. It's not going to be anything long because that was another reply that we got. This is supposed to be a show about the Yankees, and they're too sensitive and spent thirty. No, this minutes. is a show about life, okay? Yeah, so, you and know. we just fucking we take we're like fucking emerald, and we sprinkle little Yankees in there, bam, and that's how we make it perfect. I'm sorry that if other shows are, you know, they want to be called certain names and they're okay with that. I'm personally, I'm not. And it's not about being sensitive, but you know, let's, let's talk about, maybe you are a little sensitive though. Maybe you have a little feminine side. You need to get out. You know, bullies deep down are, are sensitive people. They have, they have uh, insecurity. Yeah. They're also, um, uh, fucking serial killers sometimes too. So I want to make sure that you're, you're all there. I lit a few squirrels on fire. Did you? I never did any of that shit. Yeah, right. Maybe I anyway. would now. All right, let's talk Yanks. What were we talking about before this? We were talking about Giancarlo, how Giancarlo needs time. He needs time to what? To land the plane? Did he take a separate plane to spring no, training? There. Oh, he's, he's there, there, so he doesn't need time to get there. We right? sent the picture. I'm. I'm. Maybe a, he, I am a woman. Maybe right, he's I am delayed. a woman bully because I'm trying to bully your wife into falling in love with John Carlos. I think it's working. <laughs> Keep going. You got to get rid of the pictures. With the, I don't think she likes the mustache. You got to give her pictures yeah. without you mustache. You know what it is? Because you can't grow one. So she's not used to liking a man with facial hair. I know. He does that thing on the chin too. Isn't that not allowed there? You know what I'm no, talking no, about? You're al- no, you're allowed that. It's below oh, the bottom lip. It's thing? below the top lip. Though. Right. I th- and no, I thought no, that but was but they're the allowed rule. that. CC kind of said, mm. "No, fuck that shit." Uh, okay. All right. That's fair. The I flavor think Jackson had it too. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know, dude. I keep saying this to everybody, and everybody's like, "No, we need more from him." No, we don't. Let him go and do whatever he wants to do all season long. Seriously, let John Carlstein <laughs> go and bang models and hang out on fucking yachts or whatever it is that rich guys do until <laughs> until like August. Then call him back to, to Tampa, have him start getting into some minor league games, dust his ass off in like the middle of September, get him like 13, 14 games, and then let's go. That's all we need him for. I don't really care if I don't see John Carlstein. All year long. Give me what you gave me in October last year, and we're cool. That's it. Yeah, well, we can come yeah, along we, as slowly yeah. as he wants hey. to. I don't care. Yes, but but the point is, and Rye, I don't know if you know this, but your microphone's muted. Um, the point is, why why haven't they elaborated? Right? Like, why was it just like, oh, why did they slip it in there with with? Gardner, like why was it like? Yeah, hey, you know, Gardner needs a little more time. He just signed and now drunk Stanton, and uh, you know, they just need a little more time, and then we're good. Why wasn't it like? Why wasn't it addressed? Why was it slipped? You want to you want to Boone to have a whole separate press conference? I need why, John? because I think it's something that like okay, let's think of it like this, right? If they were like, yeah, you know, and, and uh, Judge won't be playing because he needs a little more time to whatever. Wouldn't that be something you'd be like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, hold on there. Whatever what? 
No, it was literally like this. Ready? It was like, uh, yeah, you know, you know, Brett's going to need a little more time. He just signed, so he showed up late, and uh, so he'll need a little more time. John Carl Sale need more time, and uh, and then um, you know, we'll be full full staff. And everyone's just like, did he just say Stan? Did he just say G? And now we're all sitting here like wondering what the fuck they mean by he needs a little more time. Is he hurt? Is he not feeling good? Does he have the cove? Which is oh, what I, I call it. Be, I don't think he'd be on the field with his teammates if he you had never COVID, know. But Maybe he's Justin Turner in that shit. You never True. know. You never fucking know anymore. Good point. Man. I don't think he wants to infect everybody. All right, so let's get serious for a second. So they didn't touch on this at all. They just let it be. I think maybe they're just maybe they're just in a good mood like I am, and they're just going to take it as they need to. Okay. So this is this is strictly Giancarlo Stanton had a different approach to getting ready for the season this year. It's probably going to work. He did some yoga, right? He's maybe not as toned up and fucking ready to break. And he just needs a little more time to get ready for gameplay. And that's what we're leaving it at. Sure. Okay. For right now. Okay. All right. Well, guess who, you know, the one regular that wasn't in the lineup today that you weren't told about ahead of time was Aaron Hicks. Where, where was Aaron <laughs> oh, Hicks? yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot he even If he existed. plays tomorrow, I mean, if you listen to this pod and then he's in the lineup on Monday, it's no big deal. But you guys know that if I have one guy that I'm kind of really, I really ride that I don't really like a lot. It's Hicks. Aaron Hicks. Yeah. If this guy gets hurt again, after he was uh flaunting his shit on fucking Instagram at top golf, mm. he's not great swing. Want... Great. swing. Yeah. Great. Right. But what do the Yankees pay him to swing a golf club or a baseball bat? Yeah, you know what? Hicks would be the fucking guy. And this is why you hate him, right? This is why you don't like him. He'd be the guy to show up to the shortened season and be the superstar and be the only one to not get hurt. And then he's immediately hurt again the next year. But right. Maybe maybe Manfred will set up like a, a new extra inning rule where maybe they play like a top golf variation uh, be, baseball you know what? version. We're we're one fucking rule away from being a top golf extra inning <laughs> sport anyway. Right? We already have a fucking we already have a fucking guy on second and an imaginary runner on first, right? We might as well just mm-hmm. fucking Yeah make it a see. golf outing at this yeah, point. It's like when it's like when you were you used to play like brickyard baseball and you didn't Seriously. have guys and then yeah. it's like, oh ghost runner at first. Seriously. Like ser- you're yeah. right. Yeah, I'm sure this is an offensive term now, so I fucking apologize. But it's like Indian baseball, where you would fucking hit the ball. So sorry, everybody. (laughs) So sorry to all the Native Americans listening right now that I fucking offended. But it's like that when you would hit the ball and you'd be like, oh, yeah, it bounced off the fucking wall there back there. All the way back there. It's a triple, John. It's a triple. Why? I don't know. Because it fucking bounced twice and no one was getting to it. It's a triple. And that's what baseball has become. It really has. We're we're about sixteen months away from just uh, <laughs> just fucking live streaming MLB the show on Twitch and now maybe that yeah that's what Ryan said. <laughs> and then those trades could be real. Can you trade before once the game once the game console turns on for from Twitch right once it gets on there before you play the extra inning can you do a trade? And oh, then yeah, it has like, to happen in real right. life though after. 
If the video game allows it, then it has no, to happen. No, the video game is real baseball now. Like right, the Yankees right, will just gotcha. be lined up, and it's like DJ takes his at bat as his guy, and then Judge will have to come in. I don't. It they'll have to work out all the kinks, and then who will control the runners? Maybe Aaron Boone will have a separate controller to send the runners. I don't right, know. they'll have yeah. to figure that out. Deal. I like this. What a joke. Joke. MLB's a fucking joke. No, the commissioner is a joke. Yeah. He is, for sure. It's like, why do you why are you in charge of a sport that you don't even like? I never understood the commissioners that like just continue to do it and they know that how much they're hated. Like Goodell. He's rich. Like Goodell. And he and I think Roger Goodell, the only person in America that makes more money than Roger Goodell is Jeff Bezos. Okay. That's mm. how much money Roger Goodell makes. So I don't think he cares if anybody hates him or not. Chris, if you made twenty billion dollars last year, would you care if you were the most hated person in the world? You don't <laughs> no. even care now. I can make yeah. yeah Goodell, Goodell makes Goodell <laughs> makes forty million dollars a year. <sighs> That's crazy. He yeah. makes more than any other. He he makes more than any of the right. I think he makes more than any player. No player is making forty million dollars a year. Nah, uh, you'd have to say Patrick. No, was the highest. No, there was a there was a quarterback who wasn't yeah, it. Maybe uh, it has to be no, it was what's his face from the from the. Aaron sorry, Rogers. sorry guys again. Sorry, the Redskins, and then he went to uh, the Vikings. What the fuck's his name? Kurt, uh, Kurt Cousins. Kurt Cousins. Yeah, he's making a good amount. You know? yeah, he was making forty million. Nah, he's making like thirty-six million. <clears throat> so, Ryan, are you here to stay now, or you got somewhere to go? No, I'm I'm here, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, I don't know what to tell you more than I have bad internet here. How was how's the internet been in this episode? Good. It's been good, actually. Yeah. All right. That's good. For once. Tough. Tough. So I think uh, you know it's a, it's a good day. It's a good it's a good day. I know. It's like when pitchers and catchers report, what does it really mean? It's more ceremonial than anything. And just like today, it's the, but it's the first time. It's, we finally get to see a little bit of baseball. We get to see the Yankees wear their pinstripes. You know, it's just a good day. It's just been such a dreary, snowy, depressing, awful winter. And you throw all the COVID shit on top of that. And now... You got baseball. You get to watch Escape for a couple of hours, even though it doesn't mean anything right now. And you get to see sunshine and pinstripes. I mean, it, it's what are you doing? Another my daughter is having a tantrum. I was just showing you a wow. picture. And it's really not that nice out, by the way. It's fucking shitty out here by me. No, it's not. The weather's not nice today. It was yesterday, it turned out to be a beautiful day, but today it's just raining which i kind of don't mind because it's melting some of this fucking snow yeah. oh yeah you guys still have snow up there yeah went to went to wonderland out there snow shovel get the snow out of there <laughs> so <clears throat> so yeah it was a nice so, day so you know again it's just like what do you take from today like i said unless these guys are competing for jobs you're not really t- you're not really looking for much. Like you want to see better out of Michael King because he's kind of a guy that you're you're expecting to compete for something, you know. He sucks. And it's just like he did it, but that's Michael King though. That's Michael King when he's. Well, who bad. cares? That's his first outing, you know. And it's just like, okay, what do I? What does Christian really look for in spring training? I want to see guys that have deficiencies improve on what they were deficient in. 
in the previous year. And what did Gary Sanchez do today <laughs> that he did all last year <laughs> that he, that he did again today. And then you're just like, God damn it, Gary. He swung through a high fastball for mm. strike three. And it's mm. just like, God damn it, Gary. Like I, I, I'm really rooting for you here, bro. But like on the first fucking at bat of spring, you should have fucked up at spring. You should have went yard. Should have went yard. No, it, it's like my, it's like my father-in-law <laughs> said. Honestly, he walked in from the garage. I had the game on the TV. He said, "It's just nice to have baseball back on the TV. Like that's what it is to me, right? I don't look into even, even Gary, right? I'm not gonna fucking look into Gary Sanchez because of a spring training game. It would be nice." It would be nice to not watch him swing through a 93-mile-per-hour fastball as if it's 115 miles an hour. That's ga- On the first at-bat, Chris. Do you, know, you know how in the Little League World Series how all the kids have their talents that they put like underneath? You know what Gary's like, yeah. talent is? Making a 90-mile-per-hour fastball look like it's 110. Like oh, That is Gary's man. fucking talent. He is better at that than anything else he does. This guy could make a fucking... Can make a junk ball pitcher look like he's throwing gas. Jamie Moyer would look like Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson, for sure. It's crazy to me. It's crazy how good he is at it. But he's good at it, and he's got to stop being so fucking good at it. Because Gary Sanchez is a dude who, if he gets a hold of one, he hits the ball 500 feet. And the reason why I bring this up because our Twitter question of the week has to do with Miguel Andujar and that video that got that went viral of him, you know, booting a ground ball earlier. Mm. Uh, I didn't really see it, but yeah. Because, uh, like I said, what, the thing that you're looking for in spring is guys that to improve upon their deficiencies. And you know, when Miguel Andujar botches a, a routine grounder in practice, don't look it doesn't too kind, good. It doesn't. E- it doesn't erase the narrative that he sucks defensively. Yeah. Sucks at D. No. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, there's, some, there's something wrong with you mentally. I know. Yeah. Just offending everyone today. Whatever. You bully. Oh, that's me. Sorry. That's you. You douche. Anyway. Uh, so what's your Twitter question? I gotta find it now. I didn't even look at it this week. I've been I've been under a rock. Been under a rock. Oh, also by the way, before we actually bring it up, they they mentioned this so casually on the broadcast today that the reason why Mike Talkman didn't hit with any pop last year is mm. because he had a shoulder injury. Oh. Okay. What's his excuse for this upcoming year? He hit a monster home run today. Did he? By the way, I missed yeah. it. I must have Again, been. He, said, you want, he hit one off. Cole too, and uh, and yeah, he struck out. He struck out against uh, I forget who they said. Oh, Herman or a weekly weak round ball, and he and he got so pissed off that he snapped the bat over his leg, and then uh, his next day B he hit a bomb off of off of Garrett Cole. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that if you had to if you had to pick one Yankee that would be loaded up on fucking steroids in twenty twenty one? Don't you think Talkman would would win? Like, don't you think Talkman would be the one guy that that would be like, yeah, fuck it, this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah, Yeah, but he's such a nerd. Do you think he'd really do something? Yeah, I think he'd fucking shoot him right up. Kluber maybe, too, because, you know, he's playing for, like, it's a career year. Yeah. He's got to get that contract. Yeah, but Kluber's fucking confident. Did you ever watch Boy Meets World? (laughs) Yeah, I've watched every fucking episode. You know Minkus? Yeah. Be like if fucking Minkus did steroids. Okay, but what (laughs) what if Talkman, right, Dressed up in his fucking 
Game of Game Thrones, Thrones bullshit. And he was like, the winter is upon us. And he just fucking took the needle and, he, and just jabbed it right in his ass. Like, like the guy <laughs> from the program? Yeah. You, you've seen the program, right? Yeah, yeah. The guy that does the face paint shit? Yeah. And he's just like stabbing needles in his ass. Yeah, and he yeah. Then he, then he goes like on a rape spree. Yeah. That's, a, <laughs> that's you know? his thing. That's his thing because he does This is Talkman's thing. Uh, do you no, think we don't that want, it's no, possible? He doesn't go on. A, he doesn't go on a rape spree, Chris. No, 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 not not the rapey stuff. He's not into rapey stuff. He's into the oh. Game of Thrones stuff and the needle going into the ass. Ryan, what's like the badass character of Ga- of Game of Thrones? Like, what's the the, the bad? It would be the mountain. I've I never guess. watched so, it. Yeah. Is that a so, real line? The winter is upon us. No, winter, winter is coming. Winter so if, is coming. if Talkman if Talkman came out of the dugout today dressed like the mountain and he just went to Meredith and be like, "Winter is coming." The winter is coming. Boom! Jabs it right in his ass, and then he hits yeah, a bomb. Work. Then he hits a bomb. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think Talkman could be that guy. I think Talkman. Could... He's like, uh... <laughs> Talkman is on a different level this year for sure. All right, what's uh... your Twitter question? Don't you have a fucking Twitter question or what? Yeah, Mike Talkman. What is it? Would he, <clears throat> he do Twitter steric? question of the week is, does Mike Talkman stick needles in his ass? <laughs> Answer, obviously, is yes. No. Uh, Answer, the, daily double. The, uh, <laughs> Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. The uh, Yankee twi- The NYYST podcast Twitter question of the week is, if you were the Yankees, what would you, what would you do with Miguel Andujar? <sighs> Can it be hypothetical? Like, does it have to be? Like, can, can I, can I, can I turn this into a video game, or no? No, you can be like the one guy when I posted. <laughs> I posted a question earlier. That I would we'll never have even trade. I would never have even drafted him. Like I said, like Case said, and we'll talk about this because we're gonna do some over unders in a few minutes. Case said that in um, Frazier's career, he's played exactly one sixty two which is obviously a full season. He's got 24 home runs and 82 RBIs. So I said, if he had 24 and 82 this year, would you be okay with that? And somebody answered, that's a silly question. His production this year will be his production this year. Like, <laughs> what? People are just fucking stupid. Like, why, guys? <laughs> All right, so, so I'll ask this again. Maybe you'll answer it this time. Can it be hypothetical? Does it have to be like, here are my options, like my realistic options? Or can it be like, yeah, I'd, tr- I'd absolutely trade him for like a decent pitcher? What do you want to do with them, Chris? I want to trade his ass, man. So then we talked about how invaluable he so is. Then that's now. what you want to do with him. I don't understand. What's the hypothetical of your. Because uh, of your who's here? out there? Who am I getting for him? No one. I'm getting shit for him. I'm not going to trade him for nothing. I'd rather him rot away. I'd rather be selfish. What if you can get international bonus slut money? Oh, for that's what Cashman loves. That's what Cashman loves. Nah, now nah, he's not that player. You can get more for him. You can get more for him. But wait, do can we do over unders or do I have to do forty minutes on Aaron Judge's teeth? No, you can just get to <laughs> over unders. <laughs> oh man. We can just get to over. Hey guys, it's been three days now. Have you slept since Iron Judge got his new teeth? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Like, who gives a shit, right? It kind of sucked, but he wasn't Strahan. Like, it wasn't like Strahan. He never played into it the way (laughs) Strahan played into it. You know? You knew it was coming. 
whatever. Who cares? Whatever. Like, it, Who it was funny the first day. We didn't need to go. On. It didn't need to be a three day thing. Yeah. All right. We're so fucking all over the place this episode. All right. So go ahead. All right. I'm what trading them. I'm trading them. I, I, I'm trading them if I can get someone decent for them. I'm not getting them for fucking international slut bonus money, whatever we call it. And I'm trading him for someone decent to stick in this rotation or in the bullpen, something. Give me someone decent. Doesn't have to be great. Give me someone decent. Okay. You really yeah. think that you can get a pitcher worthy of, of no. cracking this rotation for Miguel no. Andujar? No. That's my problem. That That's what I want to do with him. What am I doing with him? Because that can't happen. I'm letting him rot. I'm letting do him you rot. see... Do you guys see no, any he's nothing scenario? more than an old avocado to you at this point. That's it. He's watch. nothing more than a fucking yeah. warm apple pie to me at this point. Is there any way that this guy's value increases this year? Yeah. Is there anything I'll tell you, can you do? how. I'll tell you how. You ready? There's only one fucking way that it happens. Giancarlo Stanton gets hurt or he takes really long to come back and he gets consistent at-bats as the designated hitter. So he's not in the field, ruining his value that way. He gets consistent at bats mm-hmm. as a designated hitter to where he starts fucking pounding the ball, right, for a couple months, and then his value skyrockets. But then at that point, would you want to sell him or would you want to yes. maybe hold on to him? Yes, because I have Giancarlo Sam for the right. next 35 years as so, my designated So realistically, hitter. the only way his value goes up increases this year is if players get hurt and he does so at the major league level correct like you wouldn't you wouldn't say his value goes up if he does that no. for the rail riders this year no yeah all right no. but let's say some let's say somebody does get hurt and it is and Stanton does take his yacht vacation till august okay okay, okay. Wouldn't the Yankees then? Would you think and and Duhar gets the most at bats at DH, or the Yankees going to say Guardy is going to become a starter a starter now, and you're going to rotate Frazier, Hicks, Judge in at DH? Yeah. You're going to rotate Voight in at DH. You're going to ma- maybe no. let Tyler Wade play some games. No. You know? Can I tell you, you why? You're, you're just going to give you're just going to give Andujar a DH. Spot. Yeah, you want to know why? That's the only opportunity for the Yankees to. To for them to get Miguel Andujar to raise his value at that point. There's no other way. There's no other way. So why wouldn't they utilize that? Now, the only other person who I think would take some time away from him would be Sanchez if they're comfortable with, like, Chirinos or whoever. Chirinos well, started gonna, behind the plate. I don't right? think they're going to – yeah, he is. But I don't think they're going to carry three catchers. You think that – see, I was going to ask you this. You think Higgy will – well, Higgy didn't have any options left, correct? Yes, that's correct. Hmm. Does Torinos have anything in his contract where if he's not brought up to the right. major leagues? All, yeah, all those guys do. They all have right. to be up by a certain date. I like got to say, man, like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about this. And I love Higgy. I love Higgy bombs. But I'd rather Torinos be on this bench than Higgy. I like Torinos behind home plate. I do. And 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 if he really and if Cole really has a problem with Sanchez, he has a history with Chirinos. Yeah. And a good one too. I'd like Chirinos behind the plate for this team. And I'm not saying as a starter. I'm saying Sanchez gets a half day off or a full day off. Again, it's Kyle Higashioka, but do you think the Yankees are gonna risk losing Kyle Higashioka for Robinson Chirinos? No. No, and that's not I'm not downplaying Higashioka. I like Kyle Higashioka. I think he's a great backup catcher. He's nowhere near Fucking my boy, uh, Romine, but mm-hmm. he's 
He's a solid guy back there. Well, I know. Austin Romine is fucking Yogi Berra. But so. you know what I like about Chirinos? He's, he reminds me a little more yeah, of Romine. Like churros and you're hungry? And I'm starving. No, he reminds me a little more of Romine in a sense of like, when he is in, you don't think of him as a backup catcher. You think of him as a competent catcher back there that can handle just about any situation as a leader behind home plate. I don't see Kyle Higashioka as a leader. And I think Why, that's been he plays guitar. <laughs> maybe. And I think that's been Gary's problem. I think he's been too. I don't think he he's had the confidence to be a leader where he needs to be behind home plate. And I think that's a big problem with Gary Sanchez. I think he's a little too timid and he shouldn't be. The dude could fucking rake. The dude rakes Gary rakes and he could fucking so then, smash the ball and behind home so plate. He can be much better than he is. So then realistically, you'd say then you would kind of want to hold on to Miguel Andujar in case Stanton or one of those big guys gets injured. And then you would probably slot him into the in, onto the MLB roster as either a bench player or that DH. Or you go the option of having carrying three catchers because it seems like if there is an offensive injury to this team, the two options would be maybe even Mike Ford in there if he's healthy. I think he is. Don't would fuck be, I'm going to ban I know. his well, from this well, show. All right, but then he's at the back end, then it would be your offensive new option would be either uh, Miguel Andujar or you would carry three catchers and go with Robinson Chirinos. <laughs> all right, right. So then at that point, you would keep Miguel Andujar and hope that maybe the CBA gets changed and you have the universal DH throughout baseball. You, you increase his trade value there by the rule change, and then you trade him off as a Peace down the line. Right. So that you weren't here for this show a couple of weeks ago. But we mm-hmm. talked about and I brought up and I think you listened to it and I brought up the point of can Miguel Andor be a good bench player? And the answer is no in my mind. So like you're never bringing him up just to be on the bench. He's got to have a spot where he's getting consistent at bats. And it, because he's not that Has same he guy. shown that though? But and see, but then then it becomes the point of do you want to give him the time yeah, to show if he's of, the bench? He had sporadic playing time last year, and he did shit with okay. it. Shit, so. all, right. all right, so there shit. you go. He did shit with it. All right, let me ask you this question: Let's say Gio's not ready to go opening day, and the Yankees need to get through the first couple weeks of April. Yeah, with you, a different third baseman, is Miguel Andy yes. your third baseman? Yeah, it's not even a question. Fuck no, it's not a question, dude. It, it right, dude. I'd rather fucking Tyler Wade play every oh, day than Jesus Miguel Andujar. Christ, I'm doing that. It's Ryan's birthday. Can you? Can right. you Thanks, bro. Place? But Plus that would Tyler be probably. That's a, good, that's a good point there, Christian. What would they do if he's no, not, it'd be not ready? Hard, dude, because that would be again. It wouldn't be ideal because they'd have to have him in the field, but like that would again, it would be another situation where you can get Miguel Andujar some playing time and hope he makes the most of it to up his value a little. Yeah, you're let's, right. All right, let's let's go. Th- let's go this route. G- Gio can't. Gio's not ready until you know late April, early May. Right? They say no reason to rush this little setback here. Whatever. Blah blah blah. Andujar plays the, almost the entire month of April, doesn't do anything in the field to cost the Yankees a game, make you scratch your head, hold your breath, have a panic attack, whatever, and he hits close to 300, has, goes back to being Miggy two bags. What do you do at that point? Did Gio just get reverse Wally Pip there? Mm. Or is it Gio's job again? Is, and Miguel Andujar Ooh. goes back to the bench. Damn. Reverse Wally. Do the reverse Wally Pip. Revert Wally 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 Wally. 
Uh, I think that that would all come down to if if you see like a Clint Frazier type year where it's a completely different player in the field where you right, see someone that saying. right if that's the case 20, dude 25 games and he seems competent out there you know you're never going to say he's Craig Nettles but he's competent out there hitting Miggy two bags are you taking a job away from him again are you saying hey gee you got the job because this guy got hurt now you got hurt so sorry bud you know what Gio does though when he comes back. He looks, he, he looks fucking Miguel Andujar right in the eyes, and he just Punch says, Get the fuck out! And that's it. Uh-huh. And then it's his job again. Yeah, I think Gio's earned that right, where regardless of if Andujar looks competent out there and, and is producing offensively, I, I still think they would go with a healthy Gio. Or what you do is, at that point, then, you go to a team that has playoff aspirations, and in the club and in the parking lot, you bust his knee with a fucking tire iron if you're Brian Cashman, Mm, and then you call that GM up and be like, hey, I got Miguel Andujar over here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fucking smart. 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 You're smart. All right, so, Chris, in in a realistic world where we're not battering major league third baseman like Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. That's my mistake. Anyway. Is that um, the bitch with uh, what you would call? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't give a fuck, dude. I can't say that. Look, I don't, if you don't know me by now, I don't give a fuck. You can think whatever you want about me. I'm a great human being who loves people and cares about people. But when I'm on this show, I'll say whatever the fuck I want. And if you don't like it, you can fucking stop listening. I'm a great human being. I love Mm -hmm. people. I give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't judge a book by its cover. I give you the opportunity to show me your character. Okay. What's the fucking? (laughs) (laughs) What's the fucking movie I'm thinking of with the ice skater? Uh, I time. Is that what you're talking about? Is that yes? When Nancy Kerrigan got uh, jumped in the. the I'll tell you what. Let's just talk about this movie real quick. It's a phenomenal. It was a letdown for me, and it's not the movie's fault. No. Oh my god. Would you shut the fuck up for a second? It's not the movie's fault. It's not the movie's fault. This was one of those instances where I went into a movie not knowing anything about the story, but had assumptions. I always thought that she killed someone. No! So hold on. on. So I'm waiting for for the whole movie. I'm waiting for her to fucking kill someone, to off someone, to take her fucking skate and slice someone's throat in half. And I'm waiting for it. And all I get is her tripping someone at the door. All I get is her tearing someone's meniscus or whatever she did. And I was like, what? That's the scandal? All right, can you watch it again now that you know she's not a fucking murderer? Fine. It was a great movie other than that point. But do you understand where I was let down? Yeah, because you're stupid. (laughs) I was like, oh, when does she kill her husband? What happens? I don't know. I had no idea. And then all I got was she tripped someone at the door and tore the girl's meniscus and whatever else happened. And that was it. And I was like, that was a scandal. (laughs) Do that every day. Anyway, so you want to you want to uh, you want to trade Miguel Andujar? That's what you want to do. I would love to trade him for a decent piece to put into this. I mean, you can name some guys at me that that are like mid level but good fits for this You're team. Not going to get a mid level. Okay, Christian. Right then I'm letting him rot. Okay, that's, that's it. what you want. Okay, uh huh. Or <laughs> or if I could get a decent piece for like, let's just say. Hypothetically, 
we could get like a top of the line pitcher for Clint Frazier, but we had to throw also throw in Miguel Andujar. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with him being the piece that puts a you deal got, over. Yeah, right. We'll we'll give you a guy that I don't even want. <laughs> but I'm cool with it. I'm definitely okay with it. <laughs> All right, Ryan. What do you want to do here before we get to the fans? Well, you know, I'm just I'm holding on to him. I, I you know, because he would be that offensive player that would get the call if there are injuries, and there most likely will be injuries. So I'd want an offensive, uh, competent player that can come in and and fill in at the DH role and maybe get some defensive time. But he he would end up as a DH, and that that's where it comes down to. You know, you're holding him to see what happens with Stanton and Judge this year. If they can play a full season, then. You hold them hoping that the DH rule changes and you have an, uh, you double the amount of teams that he might end up with. So I'd hold on to him for now. I don't even honestly, like I know you want to hold out for something better. I don't even care, man. Like what are my options with this guy? Like, dude, if he, if somebody gets hurt and he comes in and, and hits like he did in 2018, he still doesn't have a job. Yeah, but dude, right? he's going back to the bench. What are you going to do? You're going to trade him for some Joe Schmo? What's the point? You might as well just let him rot. You're doing the same thing. Or, or what? I'm just going to let. I'm just going to keep him down in Scranton until his contract runs out. Like, what's the fucking point but, of that? But do you really? Do you really want to sell him when his stock is at, is at the lowest it's ever been? I'd say right now, Miguel Andujar. Look, Ryan, if if. Somebody called me uh, if I'm Brian Cashman. Somebody called me today and offered me something I can even see reasonably decent usage out of through through this year. I'm I got him. I'm gonna move him, bro. Right. Like that's honestly, fair. I, like honestly, like I like Miguel Andujar. We fought tooth and nail saying what a bullshit screw job he got. He should have been rookie of the year, but you know that's three years ago now. We got to look at the landscape of this team. You know. Is there any answer to this question? Is there any reasonable way, any path, I guess you could say, that he becomes a starting third baseman, uh, the future starting third baseman for this team no. going forward? No. Gio would have to get very hurt. Not good. Yeah, or just completely underperform, but you, you can't really say that about Gio now. I think he solidified himself as, I mean, Yankees what, what was he in the, to- that chart? Yeah, right. He Top was like players. 78 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, that, Would, there you go. Let's say Gio, God forbid, career-ending injury, whatever. Now it comes back from his elbows, never the same. Andujar is a starting second, third baseman in 2022? I don't see it happening. No. Nah. Nah. I no. Mean, no, because it's not even... Here's the weird thing with Gio and Andujar. It's not even that Gio's blocking Andujar. It's that Andujar never made a good fight for himself because he just was never a competent third baseman. Like, all it took was a a competent third baseman, and then you pair that with a guy who just learned how to hit overnight, and Andujar was nowhere near being the guy for this team anymore. Right, so if if that's the way we look at it, I just see it, I mean... And again, like I don't know how much value he's going to be rebuilt because I think teams think with consistent playing time he's going to be able to hit. So if somebody called, I mean, if I can get something that even 
might be a project in two or three years. Again, like I know we're saying, you know, we don't care about two or three years. But in this case, the trade Miguel Andujar, just so he's not sitting there rotting and collecting dust in Scranton, I would take something like that. That's me. I, you guys can disagree or whatever. But well, let's fine. hear what the fans have to say. Uh, we'll go with Zach the Bad Shepherd. Uh, he says, he says, huge potential upside. The huge or huge? Huge. Huge. Uh, <laughs> skills are there. I'd rather have him in the lineup over Tyler Wade. Does he spell Zach with a K or an H? A C. Z A C. Oh, like Zach. Yeah. So, Ryan, do you want to comment on the second part there? I'd rather have him in the yeah, lineup. Yeah, well, how dare you? I mean, <laughs> Zach's that is number one. Just get that out of the way. But no, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's a fair argument to make, but I would vote. I would say I'd rather maybe have Wade in there for defense, and he's a lefty bat. And this this lineup does has no there aren't there isn't one true lefty now outside of Brett Gardner on this team. All right, <clears throat> so we'll go to Jose O two one. He says in all caps first base. Chris, I think you want to handle this one. Mm, here's my problem. I can't stand. Everyone just thinks first base is such an arbitrary position. Like you can throw <laughs> your fucking grandmother out there and it would be, and it would suffice. Like it's not that simple. We're talking about a guy who can't even field the position he's played his entire fucking life. But you're just like, you know what? We're going <laughs> to throw you across the diamond at a completely different angle and have you play a position you've never played once. And I think you'll be better. Because first base is that fucking easy, and an idiot can play it. Then why do you have any bad first baseman, right? Why is there any bad first baseman in baseball? They should all be phenomenal if first well, base I, is that easy. You know, I also thought maybe you take the tact of why, what does Luke Voigt have to do? What is What more does Luke Voigt have to honestly, do? Honestly, honestly, that's my argument to you guys for the last two years. Like, what more but does this I guy say have to that do? He proved it to, didn't I say he proved it to me last year? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I mean, as Yankee fans, what more does Luke Voigt have to do at this point? The guy who played with one foot last year and led the league in home runs. Guy's looking lean too, from what I've seen. Dude, so looking he's lean. looking. I know they are, they got lean, that crusty diet, huh? fighting machine. All right, let's mm-hmm. read a couple more here. DJ Le Minard says, "As <laughs> good of a hitter as he is, where do you put him in the everyday lineup?" If I need a pinch hitter, he's my go-to until I get a good enough trade offer for him. But as like as we said, do you feel confident with him? Let's say the Yankees need a right-handed bat in the ninth inning with the tying run at third base, and Duhar hasn't played in three. Wait, hold on. Days. Is this extra innings? Do we have a imaginary player? No, this is the ninth inning. They're okay. down by a run. Tying runs at third, two outs. You need a right-handed bat. You feel confident that Andujar hasn't played in a week? He's going to come up no, and that's give you a quality problem. at bat? That's- no, that's the problem. That's the biggest issue. I want a team. Now, here's where I like. Here's where, I, and I know you said a right-handed bat, but I'm just talking about Jay Bruce as the player. Here's where I like players like him because I do feel confident with the Jay Bruce type guy coming off my bench. And it goes back to the playoffs of when, like, Mike Ford came up with the season on the line. Like, I can't have that anymore. I can't have Mike Ford coming off the bench to save my season. I need more guys that I have confidence in. It sounds stupid. It sounds so dumb to, like, 
to focus on your bench, but this team needs a better bench. Their starting players are too good to have to have a bench where Mike Ford is saving your season. Yeah, RB Beltran says I would hold on to him and keep him on my bench. He might struggle defensively, but his bat can be productive for this team. And I, I'm again, I don't I really think he he would be productive, but not as a bench. I just don't see Miguel Andujar translating into being a productive bench player. Some guys can do it and some guys can't. And I don't know why. Maybe it's wrong. But I just don't see Miguel Andujar being that guy. No. No, he can't. He can't. We talked about this. He's just not that player. He's not the player who who goes cold on a bench. It takes a certain player, a certain hitter, even as a DH, even just as a DH. It takes a certain player to be successful out of that role. Miguel Andujar is not that guy. You want to know how I know? He's not even successful when he's playing every single day. He still has his woes. So this isn't the guy for that. He either needs a, a permanent spot or no spot at all. And that's why I think the Yankees are going to utilize or take advantage of any situation they get where they can give him consistent at-bats, hopefully raise his value, and then get him the fuck out of here by the trade deadline. All right, can somebody do me a favor? Can somebody take notes during this next segment? I actually have them written down already. All like, right. to, to take notes. Look, bada-bang. Awesome. And then I, can you text those to me when we're done? Sure. So what I'm going to do is, what we're going to do here is we're going to take Fred's projections on baseball reference. We're going to do 12 players. We're going to do uh, three starters. We're going to do Cole, Tyon, and Kluber. And then we're going to do the nine everyday position players. And we're going to just, I'm going to pick one stat. And then we're going to give her over under on that. So what I would like Chris to do is to write the player, the stat, and then what we each picked over under. Okay. You got all that? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to start with Garrett Cole, baby, the ace of the New York Yankees. I don't even know if we should use Fred's projections, but they're always fun to look at because he's an idiot and yeah. he put Garrett Cole down for a save this year. And he's drunk. He's a drunk. That's good. You, you oh, really Fred. must. He really must have been hitting it hard in quarantine when he's got Garrett Cole down for a save. <laughs> All right. So what's the... Uh... What's the stat? The, uh, the stat for Garrett Cole will be a 3.17 ERA, and then we'll go around the room and we'll give what we believe will be an over or under this year. We'll start with SGR on this one. Over, under, 3.17 ERA for Garrett Cole. Well, you have to think back at his career year with Houston. I believe it was like a 2.5 ERA. I think he's going to have a better year than 3.17. I'm going under, maybe uh, sub two or low three ERA. So right. under sub three, I don't. Yeah, yeah you under mean high under. two. You're yeah, saying high under. mid yeah, to high, high two. two. Yeah. So not, you say under. Mm-hmm. Under. I'm da- I'm going I'm going under for sure. Um, man, I think I think he could have a sub two ERA. I think he could be in the high ones. I think here's what I'll say. I know, I know we got to be quick with these, but Garrett Cole's going to have the best year of his fucking entire career this year. I think he's going to have a 187 ERA by the time everything's done. I think he loses only one to two games and he carries his team to the fucking promised land. I'm going yeah. way under 317. I'm going under two and maybe by half, of, at least by half a run. I think 317 is a disappointing year for Garrett yeah, Cole. Yeah, way disappointing. If Garrett Cole's ear raising the threes this year, I'm disappointed. Fuck that. Fuck that. Right, so we're all in agreement. We're going under on under. Garrett Cole. Fuck you, Fred. Fuck yeah. you, Fred, fuck you, you fucking Fred, drunk you piece douchebag. of shit. Under. 
All right, so here we go. With Corey Kluber, the stat, innings pitched. Fred's got it set at 65. Stat guy, right, over under 65. 65? If he does I hope six- it's over. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm on. not throwing that juju out there to say under of that because that means he's clearly gotten hurt. Uh, so I'm going well over, hopefully, one at least 150. Okay, let's just say he, uh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Let's just say he averaged five innings. That's only 13 games. Like, how many? Uh, wow. Yeah, let's just say he averaged three innings. That's only 22 games. Right. I'm sure the algorithm also takes into account that he hasn't pitched in two years, but over under 65 innings. Let's over. go. Over. 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 Uh, do, do we even need to, to discuss this further? No. If, no. If Corey Kluber pitches 65 innings this year, get, Brian Cashman's going to get fired. We have we have mind. an issue. We have a big issue. Big, big issue. Big, I think issue. so. We're all we're all taking over on uh, Corey Kluber's sixty-five innings pitched. All right, here we go. Jamison Tyone, which it is Tyone because the manager of the Tyone. Yankees confirmed that. Uh, I'm starving. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty hungry too. I haven't eaten all, all day. Right. I can't Me find the. Uh, I really want. I, I'm not going to do innings pitched again because it's stupid low. So we'll do ERA for Tyone three point nine four. This is where it gets tough because hope. I'm hopeful that it's going to be under that, but will it be? And now, if, if Tyone has the gear that he that I think he's going to have, I think it'll be under that. Um. I think that's very accurate. I think it's going to be in the 3.8s. I'm going to say under, though. Yeah, I'd I'd say that's the most accurate one he's had. But his highest highest ERA in his career was 4.44 and 25 games started. It's going to be tough pitching in the AL East. But if he's healthy, 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 I got to, I got to, I got to give him a under, but not by much. Like three, I'm saying like 3.7, 3.85. Yeah, that's range, what I was but saying. It's right around there. It's a, it, Fred, I, I'll give it to you this time, Fred. Fred I think put the bottle down for a couple projection. of these. Yeah. 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 You, you got that one decent. I like Fred's projection on this one. I think three, we'd say 3.94. I think that's right around. A, that's a good number for Tyone. But to carry the optimism, I'm going to go under, but as we're all saying, not by much. So, you know, maybe three eights okay. somewhere, but I'll yeah. go under on Ty, on Jameson Tyone. And I think that's a pretty damn good year for him. I think he could be right. way, maybe he's way under. Who knows? All right. So uh, we'll go now. We'll move on to the batters here. We'll go uh, start with DJ LeMayu, uh, batting average over under 297. I'll go. I'll go under there. I could see him maybe taking Whoa, a step back take. on his on his hot batting take. average. Maybe his power <laughs> numbers go up a little bit, but uh, two ninety seven. That's I, I. I still see him being right around there and having an incredible year. But I, I'll I'll go a tad under for that one. Christian, you go next. Uh, I'm going to take the over on that one because if DJ LeMayu hits under 297, that's a very disappointing year, regardless of what his power numbers may be. I mean, the guy hit you want he hit 360 or whatever it was last year, uh, and then in his his full year with the Yankees, he hit two 327. So to come back and do and go to under 297, 
I mean, that's that's disappointing to me. So no, I'm going to take over. He's going to be a 300 hitter again this year. Yeah, I'm going to take over. I think it. I, again, I think this is a pretty accurate um, over under here from Fred. Um, I think DJ will regress a little bit, and not because he's going to have a bad year by any means. Just mainly based off of that, I don't think he could keep up the pace he's been on the last couple of years. Uh, but I'd say over. I'm going to go over on the 297. Okay. All right. So let's move on to Aaron Judge here. Uh, over under twenty two home runs. That's the over under, huh? <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's the, that's the over. That's the number. That's the projection. I'll go first. Um, way fucking over, Fred. I mean, here we go again. You picked it back up. If Judge hits twenty two home runs, there's a there's a problem. How many home runs did Judge have last year? Nine, ten, in. 28 games. Didn't he have like five of them within the first four games of the season? Something like that. Mm -hmm. Come on, dude. 22 home runs. I'm going way, way over that. I think Judge hits in the 40s. He had 27 home runs in 2019, and he only played in 102 games that year. (laughs) So you'd have to project optimistically that he plays in more games this year than he did that year. And if that's the case, then it's well over 22, Fred. And it's in the 30 to 40 range. So, yeah, over. Christian? Oh, I'm taking the over. 22 home runs, please. If Aaron Judge if Aaron Judge is healthy and doesn't hit 22 healthy. home runs, we have a problem. If Aaron Judge is not healthy and hits under 22 home runs, we have a problem. So, I keep saying it. I expect the MVP-type season for Aaron Judge this year, and that obviously means over 22 home runs. Yeah. All right, let's go to Glaber Torres here. All right, we're going to set we'll, – let's do something different. Let's go RBI, 68 runs batted in for Glaber Torres. 68. Well, they had him hitting third, right, in today's lineup? I yes. think it was third. So if if that's where they, they want to uh, play him, let's take a look at his RBI numbers, 2018-77, 2019-90, and 16 in the shortened season last year. So he's hit – over that when he's when he's played full seasons or more than a hundred games, so you'd have to say over again because he, he's he seems to be in better shape. The reports are that he wasn't. Uh, Cashman said he was out of shape a bit last year until the playoffs. He's in shape now, full season. Glaber's hitting, getting over sixty-seven. Yeah, I think you'll see Glaber in the eighties to nineties. I'm um, going over. Yeah, I think if, again, if Gleyber Torres has a full year and he only has sixty plus RBIs, that's a, that's going to be a problem. So I'm going to take the over on Gleyber Torres RBIs. Uh, I'm going to amend the next one. Uh, you said over. I don't, yeah, over. There's no games played for uh, these projections, just plate appearances. So if you if you take four plate appearances being a you know, a standard number for a full game, then uh, according to the projections, uh, John Carlstein would be on pace for 84, actually 83 and a half, but we'll round it up to 84. So we'll just do that. 84 games played for John Carlstein this year. Under. Again, that's just, under. I mean. I, I got to go under with, with the way this season has started already. Yeah. He's not even ready for spring training. It's a fair point, dude. I I'd like to say over because that means that there's a serious problem there, and this guy's here for a long time. So uh, I'll say over because 84 is way too low. 
Chris, you took under, right? I take an under, dude. I, I don't I think he deserves. To, I, I don't think he deserves really, an over. I this. really hate to do this. I'm taking the under on it. I don't. Uh, again, maybe it's just reading too much into it. I don't like the fact that he's starting. Right. Slower. What'd you take? Over. Uh, I don't like the fact and, today. and Jesus, man, like. If and, it didn't start to, this way, I would say over. I would be positive. I'd be like, he's ready. He's not even ready for spring training. And just my point that I keep making is I don't even care if I see him till September. So under, under, under. All right, here's a good one. I think we we could debate this one. Uh, Luke Voigt, thirty three home runs. Ooh, this is a good, a good one. Thirty three. How many did he hit last year? Twenty three. Man, that's 22. tough, dude. Yeah, he hit twenty two last year. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this one. I'm going to say under, but not by much. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say he's going to be right around 30. And I'll tell you why. I don't think he's going to play a full season. I think that foot stuff. I think the foot. I think he's got that foot stuff. He's into that. He's into the foot stuff. I think plantar fasciitis is the kind of. It's a linger. It kind of lingers, right? Especially when you have a foot fetish. Um, 33 is a lot because you could even say if he doesn't hit, it's not a make or break. This is a good season for Luke Voigt. So for that, for that reason, I'm out. I'm going, <laughs> yeah, I'm going under there. But like Chris said, not by much, uh, 27 to 30 range. But well, the dude hit, you know, he, how many did he hit last year? 20, 22 in 10 22 games and just in 56 games. Yeah. So like played. he could definitely crush that even if he doesn't play a full year, but I, I, I'm just trying to be realistic. But you have to imagine, right? If he does have this foot stuff again, and they're the uh, other guys the are healthier, stuff. and they're healthier, then they they have more leeway to give him that rest that he's going to. Plus, you could to, just throw anyone at his position, so right, because right. anyone can play first base, right? True. Yeah, so that that in there too, that you just don't see him having to carry that load that he carried in twenty twenty. Right, he loves carrying loads, and he's into he's foot stuff. Load, yeah, loves loads. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. I think 33 is a good number. Some of these numbers are actually pretty good. I think 33 is a yeah. real good number for Luke Voigt, but I'm going to I'm going to take the under. I don't know how much it, it's going to be one of those close unders, maybe like 29 to 32, but I think under for Luke Voigt mm. this year. That doesn't mean I don't think he's going to be productive or have a great If my wife listens thing. to the segment, you think she's going to be screaming through the through the phone? Probably. Yeah. So we're all taking an under on that one, huh? Yeah. We all we all don't like Voight that much. All right, so the next guy is Gary Sanchez, and I was thinking oh, about boy. doing. I was thinking about doing home runs, but I think the number is pretty fair at twenty-seven, and I don't think that is a fair indicator of what type of season he's going to have either. If he hits twenty-seven home runs, mm-hmm. because he had ten yeah, home we, runs last year, yeah, he was fucking atrocious. Yeah, we've seen the guy hit thirty home runs and bat one forty. So, so the over under is two oh seven on batting. Oh. All right. Um, I'll say this. I'm going to go over <laughs> because if it's under, we won't even be, he won't even be around for us to witness it. Okay. So for Gary to, to even qualify for this, it can't be under because he won't be here for us to witness it. I'm going over. Yeah. I'll just kind of bounce off that. I'll, I, for those reasons over. He can't. He can't hit under two hundred seven. It has to be over, right? Has to be, dude. And it can't be anywhere close. Like you need to be in the two fifties for me. 
I don't know, dude. If he hits 230, I think that might be okay. A good fine, I'll take 230, 230. Fine, 230, and you're gonna give me 30 dingers. I'll mm. fucking sign up for that all day. He hit 147. They showed his batting average during the game today, and I was like, that wasn't during last the whole year. That wasn't last year, 147. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Do you know how bad you have to be to hit 147? Holy, and to still have 10 home runs? (laughs) What? That that means most of your hits were home runs. Right, that's what I mean. The power is going to be there. He's going to hit enough mistakes. He'll run 25 home runs. He could be such a good fucking hitter, man. Because, Chris, it was almost half of his hits. uh, 23 hits in the shortened season last year, 10 home runs. (laughs) 10 home runs. Damn. Right, and that's why the Yankees don't want to get rid of him because of the fucking power. It's there. No matter how bad he is, the power is there. That's what's crazy about this guy. Three more guys? Uh, yes, we have three more, and uh, so we're all over on 207. I think, yeah, dude, yes, you want to talk about thinking things into existence, Gar? There you go, we're all over, and it better be way over. And the reason why I want you to take all this down is because I'm going to post polls during the week, and I want the fans to vote on it. This is going to be a lot closer than it probably should be because of the way fans think about Gary Sanchez, but. Oh my God! If it if it if people vote the under, if that's the overwhelming number, that's just <laughs> let me tell you know, something. Bro. All right, so Gio Urshela, we'll go with home runs here. Fred's got it set at nineteen. Uh, I'll take the under on this because I don't think he's what gonna, is it a nineteen home runs for I'm who start? I'll just Gio Urshela. Okay, I'll take the under on this. A couple of reasons. One. Uh, they deadened the ball this year. Okay, so but there's but there was nothing wrong with the baseball, Chris. Hey, hey, but there was hey, nothing wrong with the baseball. Hey. Uh, plus, I think it might take him a little bit of time to find a stroke coming back from the elbow. And yeah, I don't know. I like Geo. I think he'll be a productive player, but maybe in that fifteen to seventeen range with Dingers this year, under nineteen. Hmm. For Gio Urshela, over under nineteen home runs. Yes. That's what we're doing? Uh, well under. I'd say 10, 10 to 12 home runs. Wow. Oh, so you think he's a fucking bum, huh? Bum. I, just, I don't really profile him as someone that, that is, is... How many home runs did he hit two years ago, right? What, 22? I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, since, look it up for me. Um, But, yeah. I mean, that's a lot. But he uh, two years ago, he hit uh, 21. 21, yeah. So that's like right um, on his mark. I'm gonna go under too. Uh, we're all gonna yeah, go under. You gotta, you, that's a lot. So if you're that's going over, that means he's hitting 20 home runs this year. And if he does yeah, that, does, man, then, can Geo keep it up another year? Hit over 19. I'm going under. I'm going under, but it'll be like 15. It'll be something respectful, like respectable. Yeah, 15 yeah, to 17. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Hold on one second. Oh yeah, let's hold on, guys. Um, listeners out there, please. All right, ready? Hold uh, on. Okay, shut the fuck up. Okay. Oh, I have anger problems, too. Oh, yeah, you're a bully. Fucking misogynist bully. Angry bully. (laughs) All right, so I did the same thing with uh, Aaron Hicks is the next guy. I did the same thing with him. I did with Stanton. I just divided his plate appearances by four to come up with his games played. It's at 127 and a half. We'll round up. 128 games played for Aaron Hicks this year. Hicks, 128? Yeah. Dude. Dude. Way under. Pushing. Yeah. Way under. 
this way guy under. Can't stay healthy, unfortunately, and they're not. If they have Gardner too, that they're gonna they're they're, they're gonna, gonna bench him whenever off. they can. They're gonna bench him every time they play the Orioles. Every time they're fucking on turf, it doesn't matter that he'll be benched. I'm going under, Christian. I think that's a really good number. I honestly think it's a really he, he'll good He'll be number. right around there. He'll he'll be in the one twenties. I think even if he's healthy, he's not playing more than 130 games. Right. So at one twenty eight, I'm taking the under on that. Absolutely. I'm taking the under on that. Okay. Rye, under? Yeah, under. Under. All right. Last guy. Who's the last guy? All right. Running the long last here. hour and a half. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> we are at uh, Clint Frazier. Okay, Clint. He's the last guy. Clint Frazier. Clint. Uh, hey, Clint. Hey, Clint. Hey, Clint. What up, Clint? Let's go 19. Let's set it at 19 home runs. Oh, come on, dog. Over, over, over. You want to talk about MVP type season for Aaron Judge? I think Clint Frazier's a tick down from that. I think you're going to see Clint Frazier hit 30 plus home runs, 100 plus RBIs, and bat around 280. Okay, this guy will be a fucking beast in 2021. Clint Frazier is my guy this year over 19 for sure. 19, but you have to imagine this will be Clint Frazier's season to, you know, Yo, really this get dude's a shot confident. and play. He doesn't feel a that lot of weight on his back anymore. Mm-hmm. He just knows it's his position to lose. I think he needed that. I think yes. he showed up and learned and showed that he knew how to play his position. This dude is confident. No worry in the world. He's fucking ball- going balls out in 2021. So his career high in home runs was 12, and that was 69 games in 2019. You'd have to imagine he plays at least 120 this year if he's healthy and is performing. So then... I'm I'm going over. I'm going over. I I I'll say like 22 to 25 days. On that though, mm. be, be, well, only because of the That's sample size. I was he's, so confident. He's never, yeah, and that threw me off. It's just he hasn't played that full season, so you don't know what kind of player he's going to be in a full year. But if he's healthy and he gets the reps, then he should hit over 19 home runs this year. So I'm saying over. All right, so if Clint Frazier is the everyday left fielder, plays 130-plus games in left field and hits under 19 home runs, he's a fucking bum, and everything that we went through with him for the last three or four years has been a complete waste of complete time. Complete waste. Am I wrong, am I wrong in saying No, you're that? right. No, that's fair. It, so, so over? Over. Over 19 Over. Home runs. Over. Okay, ready? This is going to be the tiebreaker because I think we should really keep track of all these throughout the year. This is going to be the tiebreaker. How many home runs will Aaron Judge hit this year? I say 38. I'll go 40 even. 40. Whole number. Christian? Looks good. Uh, What's Garrett Cole's number? 45. That's it. Boom! All right. MVPs don't hit 38 home runs in a Damn, you're right, bro. Nah, you're right. All right, and I was gonna go fifty plus, mm. but you know, the, with the dead ball, you know, some of those Yankee right, Stadium home ball. runs might maybe might do drop co- on the Garrett wind. Cole plus fucking Brett yeah. Gardner, bro. Get ballsy. You want to go LT? That's fifty six, right? Yeah. So we can do Coke, little Coke, little Cocaine, Cocaine, Cocaine. All right, I got to get going here. Uh, yeah, we all I'm a, do. I'm a misogynist bully. Yes, who so doesn't I care about your wife? 
I, I got to go downstairs to help my wife and daughter out. But I do. I want to say this. I, uh, we appreciate everybody's love and support of the show. We want to thank everybody for listening to the show and being uh, great fans and supporters. I'm going to say this, though. Um, if you have a problem with me, my Twitter is at Christian underscore NYYST. <laughs> my DMs are open. We can we can handle you this can like fucking adults. Right okay. You can slide right in there and tell me what your problem with me is. <laughs> what I don't appreciate and want you doing more to not even to me, to these two who are being dragged down by your fucking bullshit because they're associated with me is going on iTunes and, and printing <laughs> shit that is false and incorrect that is trying to bring down a show that we've taken five years of our lives to build to get it to the point where it is today. Now, I'm not going to go out there and drop numbers, but this is a highly uh, ranked and downloaded podcast, whether you want to think it is or not, okay? I don't need to toot my own horn. Chris has the numbers to back up the fucking horn tooting okay so if you have a problem with me if you have a misconception or or misunderstood or anything with something that i've said my dms are open slide right in and slide tell me into what those fucking, fucking dms is. and i'll tell you what Chris, you, wouldn't you even have them on the show i fucking love to have someone on the show yeah come on the show it could be a separate show. It could be a bonus episode. Morning. Come on and tell us your problem. I'll fucking fight you tooth and nail. Let's go. Because I can guarantee you, if you knew who I was, and if you followed me regularly, especially on social media, you would not make those fucking claims without just trying to be a fucking asshole scumbag yourself. Okay? The only time Christian the last- ever bullied anyone was when he took a stapler to my fucking, right. <laughs> to my forearm. <laughs> And made me staple myself. I think you were such it was, a bully. It was closer to your shoulder. You made me staple myself. I think you convinced me to staple yeah. myself. Is really. I did do that. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. great. And so I did it like an so asshole. We're not gonna. We're not gonna waste a half hour like we did the last yeah. time. But I don't appreciate that shit. It's not because I'm sensitive or whatever. But I don't. I don't appreciate lies being thrown about. And we live in an era where you can just say whatever the fuck you want, and somebody else can pick up on it and believe it too. And it's horseshit. And these guys know it's horseshit. And longtime listeners and followers know it's horseshit. So if you really got a fucking problem with me again, at Christian underscore nyyst, DMs are open. Let's talk like fucking adults. I'm 37 years old. If you are 12 years old and, and a stupid loser kid, then go fuck yourself and go play in the sandbox. Yeah. Okay. But if you're not in your adult and you want to have an adult conversation about why you have a problem with me, then let's fucking do it. Let's do if it. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out so the Don't bring these two revolves. down because you got a fucking problem with me. Okay. Because like I, I probably believe it's probably some dumb shit you said on Twitter I called it out, and now your butt hurts about it, okay? So you figured the one thing you'd come at me with is to say that I bully women, and we all know it's not fucking true. So, I mean, if you really want to see how big of a fucking bully I am, you know, come come, come out of anonymity, talk to me like I'm a fucking adult, and we'll handle shit like fucking adults, right? Boom. I'm not saying we're, I'm going to come and throw fucking hands, but we can have a fucking conversation and get to the root of the problem instead of you trying to ruin mine, and more importantly, these two guys' reputation. All right? Are we good with that? Good. All right. Thank you for listening to episode 160. This is not 162. We're playing 162 this Hell year. Yeah. Fingers oh. fucking crossed. Let's go. Yanks are back in action. After you listen to this pod, hopefully you'll catch it in the morning. Then you'll turn on Yessie, the ace, and then Tyone pitching. So, you know, things are looking up for the Yankees. Very excited for the season. We'll be back next week. We'll hopefully have something fun in store. Thank you for listening. In episode 216. See, it, the numbers were all there. I just twisted them up a little bit. Mm. All right. Thank you for Dyslexic. listening. Follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Stat Guy Rye. Go Yanks.
Chris, say goodbye. Peace.